What's up, everybody? My name is Jacob Deaton, and thanks for coming back for another episode of Southern Wedding Professionals, where we talk with really cool people in the industry, the unsung heroes, so to speak. And I am super happy to have uh, a brand new acquaintance that I've uh, met in the last six months or so. And she's really awesome. And I had to twist her arm to get on this thing. But here she is making time for us, the little people. And um, I am talking about Autumn. Hartman with Hearts and Petals. Autumn, thank you for being with us today. Absolutely. Thank you, Jacob, for including me. I appreciate it. Ah, well, you know, I know you're busy. I know you got lots of things going on. Um, every every wedding planner that I know does. Um, so uh, just thanks for being here and thanks for being a part of it. To start, if you could, tell us a little bit about Hearts and Petals and what you do. Absolutely, absolutely. So kind of long story short, so Hearts and Petals, I started in this industry going on nine years ago. Um, I started in it, um, to be completely honest, I was just tired of the career path that I had taken, which was basically like customer relations, customer service, still in that making, you know, clients, customers happy. Um, but I wanted something more. And you know, I was like, what, you know, what, what could be my hobby, but could also become a career path. And I was like, you know what, I like flowers. Because who doesn't? I mean, flowers are pretty and everything. So um, I kind of started down that path in getting into floral and event design. Um, and yeah, then it, it just so happened, literally the planning and coordinating side kind of just fell in my lap. Um, and I adored it. I loved it. Like, um, really became a passion of mine. Um, so yeah, so with Hearts and Petals, we are a small local grown um, Atlanta based company. Um, right now, we're actually based in East Point, um, represent Tri-Cities. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, we have several different coordinators that are on staff. Um, but I am the owner and the face behind Hearts of Petals. So that's just a little bit, a little bit about us. So when you decided to make the shift from one customer service-based industry to another customer service-based <laughs> industry, um, and you decided that flowers was it, um, how did you go about finding the resources to kind of get started you know, and trying to figure out how to, you know, crack this nut of the getting into the wedding world? That is a really good question. I, um, yeah, because I was like, you know, with floral design, does that mean I need to go back to school? Do I need to look into um, that, you know, realm of things? And so I just did a bunch of research and I ended up calling um, one of my favorite wholesalers. Now is my favorite wholesaler, but just getting to know them back then. Um, and I just picked their brain. I was like, listen, should I come and do one of y'all's floral workshops or your floral school? And they were so cool. They honestly were like, listen, this industry is either for you or it's not. So before you spend the money and invest, just come in and buy some flowers and do some arrangements. Like just go home and play around with it. Do it for family or, you know, anniversary parties, whatever. Um, and so that's what I started to do. And then my first ever bride, uh, I guess she trusted me and liked the little arrangements I had done. And yeah, so from there, it just, it really just snowballed. And like I said, the same thing with coordinating and, and planning it. Um, 
you know, I planned my own wedding going on 10 years ago and just kind of found out that I took that experience and place it into what I now know are all the top essential things in planning the quote unquote perfect event. Um, so yeah. So that's cool. I mean, <laughs> you, get, you get the hands on. I mean, I love whoever told you that first off. It's like, this is either for you or it's not. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. there really isn't a great area for the amount of hours that you probably put in, the time planning everything. Um, you know, this is obviously before your, your wedding planning days, so to speak. Like mm-hmm. um, your, you know, the whole process of uh, just figuring out whether you like flowers in this particular way. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what a great piece of advice to start off your journey with. Yeah, and not have to just dive into, you know, long-term, you know, schooling or um, or student debt. Like they, that's what I appreciated because ultimately. They were like, listen, don't pay me just yet to teach you. Why don't you see if you like it? Um, yeah. And, ju- you know, I almost did some internships. And they, they honestly, there was one, um, there was one company, really big design group in Atlanta. And I met up with them and they were like, listen, you know, we're not trying to talk you out of it or anything, but just know that this is the industry where, while all your friends and family are out having fun and they're wanting you to get together and hang out and this and that, you're going to be working because weddings is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Well, now it's literally every day of the week because of micro weddings. Um, but yeah, you know, so it, it was like people that were really honest with me. And so I try my best to be that way with anybody looking into the industry is to be 100% honest that it's a lot of fun. I adore it, but it's a lot of work too. (laughs) There's just a lot of expectations whenever, you know, a client comes to you and they say, I'm going to hand you thousands of dollars of my money and I want perfection. It's, it's a lot to deal with, you know, even in my industry, it's a lot, you know, like in any industry, it's a lot. Um, I mean, so you get the first client, right? You get the first one ever and you, you know, you get, did you get through it pretty much unscathed or, you know, did you, did you have, I mean, tell us about the first one and then how it sort of evolved from there. Oh goodness. Now it's been like thinking about the timing. I, there's two clients I'm thinking of, and I think that they were like one month apart and they were my first two clients. Um, so I was starting to get into flowers, um, but a friend of mine, she, um, decided to use long story short, but another friend to do her flowers, totally fine. And I said, okay, it's like, love it. Um, but when you start looking, are you going to get a coordinator? And she was like, yeah, I definitely need to. I just don't even know where to start. And so I just gave her like bullet points. Cause I had been married at that point, maybe two years And I was like giving her all these pointers. And I finally just said, you know what? You have a hundred people at your wedding. It's not that, you know, it's not that big. I know the venue. I'll just do the court meeting unscathed on that one. Um, Not just because she was a friend of mine, but I literally, it, it was a ton of fun. It went off with, without any problems. Um, 
I think the other client though, I did the flowers and coordinated for her and yeah, I mean, I, I learned a lot, especially since it was like tornado sirens going off during the wedding. I was like, well, they threw me to the wolves, but, um, but yeah, no, no major issues. And I actually, that was the one wedding that I really got super close with one of my favorite caterers because, you know, of course there was no wedding or no event happens without there's needing to be some sort of problem solving. Um, and so, yeah, so I think those two, like early, early days, I look back at them and yeah, I learned a lot. I learned a lot, but it was good. It was good. Hence, I guess why I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. And you're still here and you're still doing it. Yeah. Um, I mean, to get over that, I, I, I remember the first time I, you know, one of my companies played, you know, did a wedding. And when I got done with it, I was so exhausted. I was like so tired. And I was like, oh my God, I hope I did that okay. And then, you know, they sent a review in and it was amazing and it made me feel really good. And it made me realize that this was something that I really enjoyed bringing joy to other people through this medium. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's, it is one of those things. It's just, you love it or you don't. And it's really cool that you got the, uh, the people along the way to sort of, you know, give you that, um, that guidance. But um, so tell me a little bit about how you, 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 you kind of got into the floral stuff and then you got into the planning stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you find that people who do floral arrangements and planning are pretty synonymous, like within the industry, or would you say that you're kind of a, you know, maybe not so common of a, of a business model? Um, that's a really good question too. Um, you know, I, I see it maybe becoming a little bit more common and maybe that's just because now I'm looking for it. You know, now I'm looking at the, oh, who's like us and, you know, and trying to connect with them now. So more than ever, because as an event industry group, we've got to stick together. Um, you know, it's not, it's not super common. Um, I, I kind of look at it still as a small, little niche, you know, because while I do some weddings that are just the event design, and then that means that planners are referring me or vice versa, I think that that's kind of cool, you know, because there's there, and there have been times where, you know, I'm planning a wedding, but the client's vision, um, what they're looking for, what they're wanting, I know that I'm not the best fit for them. So I will refer out and I always tell my clients that I'm like, of course I want your business. <laughs> and of course I know I can mail it. It's going to be amazing. Ultimately it's their day. Um, so yeah, so we, you know, it's kind of that a la carte thing. You don't have, you can pick and choose what, which one do you want to use us for? So let's actually talk about that because that's perfect segue. Walk us through some of the packages and stuff that you offer because you're so unique. I would imagine that you have just like floor only or maybe just planning only or maybe a combination of both. I'll let you take it away. Yeah, <clears throat> so basically I try to keep things um, very, very simple. Um, one, because I know that when I start to get all this information and all these options, I feel overwhelmed. And I feel like, I don't, am I gonna make the right choice? Am I gonna do this, am I gonna do that? So, when it comes to um, kind of like more of the logistics, the coordinating, the planning side of things, 
Um, we have three different packages with that. Um, I first started out doing um, really only just like day of, month of, um, because for the people that don't know, day of and month of, especially in my business, they're the same thing. Um, because, you know, essentially it's the client wanting to plan it all. And then we come in and execute with the final walkthrough, the, the final details of what the vendors need, the floor plans, the timelines, all of that. Um, you know, and then of course I, I started with offering full service planning. So the minute somebody gets engaged and for, you know, whatever reason it may be, they need help picking everything, the venue, because we all know to, for, for the most part, the venue is the most important. It's gonna really set the stage for everything else to come. Um, so yeah, so then we come in and we start doing site visits based on their budget, based on their vision, their tastes, their likes, all of that. Um, and then, you know, probably three or four years into the business, I started to see the need for ones that were kind of in between. They were like, well, I've already booked my venue. That's how I heard about you because the venue referred you, but I just don't have the bandwidth to do everything else. So that's kind of where our second tier or what I call our partial planning packages. Um, you know, it's for the couples that know, hey, I picked the coolest industrial space or, oh, I picked this outdoor garden, but now what do I do? Um, so those are, those, those are the three packages. Um, our floral and design, that gets to be a little bit more detailed and time consuming because that can cover I mean, that can cover anything from us doing the tents, the lights, the linens, the tables, the chairs, to simply just centerpieces and bouquets for the bridal party. Mm -hmm. um, so those packages range kind of all over the place. Um, but yeah, and then we just kind of mix in both. If somebody's like, hey, yeah, I love your design. I love your, you know, your eye on things. Let's use you. So, yeah. Right. And so you learned how to do all of this um, uh, kind of bridging the previous uh, topic here to where we are now. Like you learned how to do all this floral stuff from a lot of hands-on, mm -hmm. like just training yourself, family members, et cetera. Then maybe you, you, you got involved with these people and they kind of showed you a few things and then you decided that was it. Then you went in and got all the thing and had some sort of a mentor in that world uh, telling you about flowers. Did you uh, experience the same thing when you decided to execute the planning side of your business or was it like uh did you like was there some people that maybe you leaned on uh to sort of show you the ropes or did you jump into the planning side just from like a sheer academic standpoint like how, how did you uh how did you evolve that side of your business um just the same thing with the flowers hands-on experience yeah. experience experience because no two weddings no two events are the same so, you know, there are definitely other wedding planners that I look up to that I'm like, you guys are amazing. Like the, the work that they do is solid. Hence why I will work with some of these wedding planners any day to be the designer, because I know there's going to be no issues um, as a vendor coming on. Um, but yeah, the, the planning, the coordinating evolved, you know, it, it came down to, you know, the, the obvious, sorry, my earbuds <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's in my hair. <laughs> um, so what was I saying? Yeah. So the planning, um, 
like I said, it just, it, it evolved and it came into, I knew exactly what I wanted from my wedding and also just having girlfriends that got married. I knew exactly what a coordinator or planner is supposed to do, but I just kind of rolled with it. And, you know, each step of the way, every client's different. And so there's going to be some clients that, Hey, I don't know if this falls under the planning package, but can you do X, Y, and Z? And I'm also the type of person because I love what I do. And I really am super fortunate that nine times out of 10, I get the best human beings as my clients. So literally I'm like, eh, technically it's probably not in the planning package, but of course I'll do it. Like, it's not a big deal. Um, so yeah, I hope that answers the question. <laughs> that no, it totally really does. It totally does. I, I, I really believe that, um, that, you know, people, whether you're observing or actually going up to somebody and asking for somebody for guidance, uh, there's a lot to learn from people that have, you know, that you, like you said, you have on this pedestal that you're like, man, they they do amazing work and I want to work with them. And when they call, I know there's no issues. Like you learn things from those people, even if they don't say anything or you don't even ask the question. So, you know, I've always find it interesting where people find their sort of inspiration from for the things that they get into, um, mm -hmm. which is why I asked the question. But um, speaking of questions, uh, I have another one. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, I hope you do. That? We're in a podcast, people. Uh, we're having a good time. Uh, there is absolutely no alcohol involved. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, you know, I was, I was curious, um, you know, when it talk, when it talks, when, when we're talking about clients and how they come in, um, what sort of like, uh, marketing and advertising things did you do in the beginning to establish your brand for the years that you've been doing it so that you have all these people that refer you? Um, what did you do in the very beginning that was instrumental um, to your success to date? So another really good question. You're making me think over here. I appreciate it. Um, to be completely honest, you know, the, the early days and even to this day, it's still word of mouth. And, and I hate to say that because that's so generic. It's so, you know, that's not really a secret, Autumn, you know. Um, the, the number one thing, and I think when I really got in um, and started to get a lot more business in um, was through venues. Um, you know, I, I'm going to give a huge shout out to the team over at Monday Night um, Brewing because looking back at it, I mean, I think I was in like year two and it was the most beautiful wedding, but it was like my first brewery wedding, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And there was so many details that I had to oversee as the, as the coordinator, as the planner. And, you know, I thought I bombed. Like I was like, the, the couple was happy, but I don't know if my vendors, you know, if the venue was happy, because that's also a huge deal for me. It's like, my vendors have got to be happy. Um, and here I am, geez, seven years later, and probably 40, 45% of my weddings are with this, that venue with Monday Night Brewing. Um, and so that's word of mouth and just vendor referrals. And I, it's so cheesy, but I call them my frienders because it's like, you've become a friender, you know, like it's one of those things that I know we're going to hang out and we're going to be social and it's not going to always be about work. And that's, what's beautiful about this industry is that you do really come to know a lot of people and you really do come to gain friends. So once again, me going off on a tangent, <laughs> 
Um, we're not huge advertisers. It's all about word of mouth and vendors and people, past clients referring us out. And that to me, I'm actually like super proud of because that shows they trust us. These people trust us. Absolutely. And so would you say that uh, currently your current marketing, uh, if, if, if we were to classify your, um, your world of uh, advertising marketing, would you say that like, what percentage of it would you say even to this day is word of mouth versus, uh, you know, other avenues? 80%. That's incredible. It's, it's, yeah. And that, that's honestly why it's like, you know, several times, you know, several times a year, I try to be like, oh my goodness, you know, I haven't heard from this, this vendor, or I haven't heard from this particular person. I always try to reach out because we're in it together. You know what I mean? Like, you know, at the end of the day, I always tell people, yes, my bride and groom, their happiness comes first, what they need, what they want. Then it's family, guests, vendors. Vendors have to be happy and they have to be on that list. Um, and yeah, because like I said, if we're all happy behind the scenes, why shouldn't we be having fun? You need to be in this industry because you like it. So behind the scenes, my, if I have the, if I have the right vendor lineup, we're having fun too. So, yeah. It's something that I've, I've learned over time, um, that if you just treat people right, um, and, and you sort of just, you try not to front or, you know, try to do anything that gets you ahead or you just be your honest self with people and, and just try and treat everybody with love and, and respect. It's amazing how far that travels, um, you know, and how far people, you know, or how, how people respond to it is what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say. So the fact that you're 80% referral is uh, just, it's pretty much, it's pretty amazing to me. Yeah. You know, and, and maybe it's, it's one of those things that, who knows? I mean, we, I have found that with like different av like advertising avenues, it hasn't really been worth it. Not, not to downplay the companies that I have advertised with, <laughs> but it, it just hasn't returned like that profit back over. Um, so yeah, I mean, like, like, like I said, 80%, it's, it's all about the vendors, past clients, especially, you know, when COVID hit, I tried to adapt and really, um, when things especially were shut down and it's like, well, it's illegal to host anything, any type of event, you know, vendors, past clients, friends, family, everybody showed up and was like, Hey, we want to do a random. Cause usually, you know, me doing one-off flower deliveries, it's not really a thing. I mean, I offer it and I'm glad to do it, but, um, but people were like showing up you know, they were like, we love your work. We, and it was just simple things of, we just want to bring like some happiness to, to a friend's life that day, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, and my clients too, I mean, they've been amazing throughout this crazy COVID, COVID world. So I'm, I'm super thankful. I mean, I'm, you know, to use the term blessed, but it's, it's true. It's true. Well, um, you know, we all are because we're still here standing. Um, yep. And so many of our, you know, uh, our counterparts uh, that are in the industry have had to shut their doors. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's really, it, it really sucks because they really didn't necessarily do anything wrong. You know, right. they were just going about their 
you know, uh, work day, um, you know, maybe some things internally were wrong, you know, to, for business infrastructure and all that kind of stuff, which is a different story, but essentially they were just going to work doing their job. And, um, so many people have shut down. So I like you feel thankful that I'm, I'm still here and I'm still around. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, hopefully one day we'll be able to open everything back up and everybody can be sitting close and give each other a hug again. Um, oh, hugs. I, I miss, I miss that. I miss, I miss the hugs and I miss clients, you know, they have like worrying about, I, I really hope nobody gets sick at this event. You know, of course, as vendors are masked up and we're taking all precautions for social distance, but it's supposed to be a happy day. And I hate that, you know, sometimes that is in the back of their minds. Yeah, I mean, what um, uh, what was what was your COVID experience like to this point, um, since we're kind of talking about it, like uh, what like what? have you learned anything from this more than anything that maybe will be impactful on your business for long-term um, or uh, you know, or have you just been patiently waiting it out? Have you been actively working behind the scenes to get better at something? Um, you know uh, and, and, and there's no wrong answer to that, by the way, uh, everybody's is 100% personal, you know, but what's, yeah. what's your experience been like? Um, you know, it's, it's definitely been a game changer. Um, it's, it's one of those things, I mean, cause I guess it was, so I used to also have like other work besides doing wedding, um, being in the wedding industry, because my old philosophy was, um, you know, I never want to have to get this client. I love what I do and I never want to have to feel like I have to get, I, ha I need this money. I need this income. Um, so I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm fine keeping this as just like a side business. Um, but then it, it got big enough and I decided in early 2019 or 2018 um, to just go full, full fledge ahead. Like, you know what? Nope. I'm going to focus on hearts and pedals. This is it. So that at first when COVID hit and I started to have to deal with things that none of us knew how to deal with. You know, I mean, like, has any of us ever lived through a worldwide pandemic? And so it was tough, you know, having to sit there and walk my clients through um, what to do. Because, you know, a lot, several of my clients, you know, half of their guest list was coming from around the world. So I think the biggest thing, and this might sound cheesy and kind of like, well, obvious, Autumn, but is literally, I have just been thankful, like any client that I've had that has been understanding and has been over backwards for me. And I'm like, wait a second, you hired me. I'm supposed to be doing this for you. I moving forward will always never take for granted just the amazing clients and the amazing people that I come across. Um, I think that's the simplest thing, but I mean, of course there's been some behind the scenes, like I'm going to pull my hair out. I don't know what to do right now. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's the big moving forward. Once all of this is over, um, whatever that, that may entail is to just never take it for granted when I meet such amazing people that, that trust me, you know, and that, that have my back. I couldn't agree more. 
Um, I mean, I think these days, whenever I get a phone call uh, or an email or it's some sort of new inquiry, uh, I look at it differently. Um, yeah. I mean, I've always, I, I could honestly say this, I've always, you know, tried to, to give my all to people um, mm -hmm. and sometimes to a fault and sometimes, you know, you know, to my detriment. Mm -hmm. um, but now I think I'm even more grateful for the process that we're all in. Um, and, uh, and, you know, in speaking with so many people like you, um, I hear the same echoes, you know, week after week of just gratitude, um, you know, empathy, um, uh, just overall, just, you know, being thankful for, for everything, you know? Mm -hmm. No, it's, it's true. Cause we're all, you know, I say this time and time again, he did it again. Okay. I'm going to leave that one out for right now. Um, <laughs> That's gonna say that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's one of those things that it's, you're right. Like I get like a new home form submission or whatever it's it's called that comes in. And yeah, cause it's a, it's a different world. So, you know, it's, we started out with, you know save weddings, you know, like save the industry, save events. And, you know, just to let people know it's, it's still happening, it's still going on. And so, any type of person that's like understanding with where we stand in the industry, um, I always appreciate. It's no. pretty wild when you talk to people that are just maybe have a nine to five and instead of going into the office, they just stayed home and been on Zoom and they've been continuing to collect their paycheck for the last, you know, 10 to 12 months, um, you know, coming up on 12 months. And, um, you know, and and you talk to those people and you say, hey, how are you doing? It's like, ah, oh, man, you know, man, it's, Ah, just been on the computer all day. You know, those Zoom calls, man, they're rough. How about you? Uh, you know, I'm just trying to survive, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, and so, you know, I, there is a real uh, intangible, I can honestly say just from my own uh, experiences, um, there is a real disconnect from what the general public is experiencing with this virus and what the actual arts and wedding industry um, is sort of, you know, creatives uh, that are not, um, you know, or that are involved in the wedding industry specifically because of this podcast and what, what, what we're all about here, um, that are, are what we're experiencing. So it's, um, it's pretty wild. Uh, and most people just don't, it's not top of mind for them because they don't think about it. Right. You know? They only think about us when they want to get married or something. But for us, yeah. it's, it's definitely been an interesting um, transition. But that's enough Doom Who cares? This is a fun podcast. This is I think a fun I actually podcast here, people. That COVID first. <laughs> if you have to say no. you're having fun out loud, does that mean you're really having fun, or is it? Does that I feel like I'm just on a Zoom call with one of my friends. So <laughs> well, that, well, you are. If um, somebody's not having fun listening to this podcast, then that's on them. No, that's on them. That's right. That's right. We're, it's about you, baby. Yeah. pedals. <laughs> so um so tell us uh, so most of your work that you've done um was it safe to say that it's been here in atlanta or you know tell us do you travel have you traveled places uh, other places for weddings would, would you travel etc yeah that's actually a really good question i mean yes so the the like most weddings that we've done in events have been here in the atlanta metro area um, we, you know, we've traveled within the Southeast. Um, we're always happy to travel. You know, it's one of those things that, you know, I actually, um, have, have worked with other, 
planners and designers, um, you know, that, that did need help. And, you know, it's like, oh, hey, well, I know that you do this. And it turns out I'm double booked or what have you. Can you travel here? Um, so yeah, we are definitely up for traveling. I'm, I feel like traveling, that's a huge part of who I am. I love, 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 love to travel. Um, so, hey, you put that and a wedding into it. It's like, that's a perfect world, I feel like, for Hearts of Petals. Traveling is beautiful. Um, uh, as a musician of 17 years, whenever I get on the road going somewhere to play music, it's there's like a certain exhale and I feel good. You know what I mean? Uh, it's just, I, it could be, it could be literally 20 miles down the road or 20 miles outside of town or something. It just feels good. Yeah. Um, so I, I love, uh, I also love to, to travel and, and, and do what we do, but like, um, is there any, um, just put it out, out there into the world. Is there any places that you want to travel and do a wedding? So tell us, tell us now, so that way we can manifest it into the, um, the atmosphere. Exactly. Universe, please make this happen. Where, where do you, um, you know, wait, did you say one place? Because I have two. Can well, I say give two? Give me three or four. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, I, I mean, I would definitely do, um, do a wedding in Spain. Um, Spain is kind of a home away from home. I miss it, <laughs> so we can't go. Um, but yeah, a wedding there would be just ideal. We love the culture. So to be able to mix all of those things together would be amazing. And then of course, of course, I'm gonna have to pick the Netherlands because some of the most beautiful flowers come from there. So I feel like I have all of this at my fingertips and we don't have to get it flown in. Um, so yeah, I think I think those two. As the conversation goes on, I'm probably gonna be like, oh, I have like ten more. But <laughs> the Spain and Netherlands <laughs> for a bride and a groom. Uh, I think this would be a really cool question to ask. Like for a bride and a groom, and it was on my list to ask today, so I'm gonna ask it. Um, for a bride and groom, um, when they hire a florist to um, to to come and design uh, their their wedding. Um, Tell us like the backstory of how a florist gets all the way to the day of a wedding. Like, like from the, like the purchasing, where do you purchase it from? Where do these, where are these flowers coming from? Uh, you know, is there like uh, a secret field in the middle of Georgia <laughs> that grows nothing but red roses? You know, I mean, like where, where are these things coming from? And then how do you like, how do you, you know, uh, you know, how do you estimate how to, to make sure you pick the right ones? Or is it, you know, I mean, there's a million questions within that, but I'll let you take it from here. Yeah, um, it's a long process. <laughs> um, I, I, my first, I was going to ask you a question, be like, are you sure you want to know this process? <laughs> but um, <laughs> you can just give me broad strokes. You don't have to be super detailed, but it um, yeah. I could be here all day. No. Um, well, I mean, obviously, the first thing that I have to ask the client is, you know, what is your color palette? Um, what is the vibe? And what is the venue? So it's gonna be those three things. Um, and then we just kind of roll it out from there. A color palette, also the time of year. Um, you know, flowers, <sighs> flowers are amazing, but 
with that also comes a lot of legwork that a lot of people don't understand. They just think, okay, well, she's going to pick up the flowers and then she can just put the bouquet together. No, there's processing time. So you got to get the thorns off. You got to get the leaves off. You got to cut them correctly. You got to make sure you get them at the right time because they need to open up a certain way because one bride wants a rose or a peony or whatever that's closed. I like the look of that closed one, but then the next bride wants it to be opened. And so it's like, well, I can't tell mother nature what to do. So I have to try my best. I have to try my best to, you know, work along those timelines. Um, so yeah, I mean, mostly it's color palette. We get, um, there's a couple of wholesalers um, in the Atlanta area. Um, my favorite um, who also just happened to relocate to East Point. So they're only five minutes away, which is amazing. Um, right? I'm like, I don't have to, not that mid, I mean, Midtown's 10 minutes, but five minutes, 10 minutes, but it's Halls, Atlanta. Um, they, they're just amazing people. They're like some of my friends now, like just chill and, you know, um, so yeah, a lot of wholesalers, um, depending on, you know, if it's a last minute thing, last minute delivery, you know, I've been known to walk into, a Kroger and find the most beautiful garden roses ever. And I'm like, oh my God, I need those. Those are perfect. Um, but it's it's the wholesalers that are gonna get in the varieties that are really, you can't find in a grocery store. Or you can't find at a local market. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the whole process with the design, like I said, I mean, it can be as simple as, hey, we're gonna handle the centerpieces, totally fine. We just need you to do the bouquets for the bridal party. Um, but I still need to see what your centerpieces are. Sure. <laughs> it has to be cohesive. It all has to flow from the moment they receive their save the date to the moment they pick up their favor and they're leaving at the end of the night, which is wedding branding, which is also something that we do. Um, that's a whole other side story. But but yeah, so the design process, the flowers, this and that, it's... Um, you know, you got to make sure that your counts are right. You got to, you know, if their guest count changes, then you know, okay, well, then I got to go up on this amount or um, I got to, you know, buy more candle lanterns because that's, you know, we don't just handle the florals. We'll handle all of the decor. Um, so candles, plates, linens, like I said, all of that. Um, so yeah, so the design process, you know, trying to get that nailed down sometimes is a little bit it's more time consuming than just talking, coordinating and planning. Sure. Um, but, so, but it's fun. So when you, uh, so when you get the flowers in, um, you know, then it's on, you know, I mean, you're basically scheming for when the flowers come in and hoping that you get the flowers that you request. Right. Uh, because not always, I'm sure are all the flowers available in the way that you want them. Right. Is that, is right. that kind of gathering? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, generally, I kind of know the most well-known type of florals that are going to be used in, you know, centerpieces and bouquets, and generally kind of know um, when they're in season. Um, there have been times, so, you know, there's also, there's another wholesaler I work with, Cut Flower, um, and they have different suppliers. So there have been, you know, a couple different times where, you know, like this, the wholesaler here in East Point, they, their suppliers just couldn't get it. It just, it's not going to happen. Um, 
but I generally, yeah, it can be super stressful, but I generally will know, you know, a week in advance if it's just not going to get shipped in. If it's something super, like, I think the most, I guess, specialty item was being shipped from Fiji. Mm -hmm. And that one I was nervous about because it was a very, very specific color. And, um, that was a little nerve wracking. So I, you know, I did lose some sleep, just hoping and praying that FedEx came through. Um, but yeah, but then, you know, as a designer too, I, I'm always very, very transparent with my clients. And I'm like, listen, I don't control mother nature, but just know that your color, your vibe, your feel is, it's, it's honored. Like that's what I'm going to go through with. But, you know, if this flower doesn't come in, it's going to be replaced with a very similar flower. So you get the same feel. Um, right. Yeah. Now that I'm talking about it, I'm like starting to sweat a little bit. I'm getting a little stressed. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't like this talk. Usually I just, I try not to think about it. And I'm like, I just yell, I just yell at my friends at the wholesaler. I'm like, what do you mean it didn't come in? No. <laughs> so there's a wholesaler's the suppliers are separate businesses from the wholesalers, right? Or is the, are the wholesalers actually in the supply business as well? Um, no. So, I mean, I, I know that there are some kind of both. Um, sellers, yeah, that are, that are both, so, you know, like out on the West coast, there's some beautiful rose farms, um, that have probably 150, 200 different varieties that with different colors and different shapes and textures and they will wholesale. So they are a supplier, um, but they will ship direct to, to me. Um, but the wholesalers that I turn to the most um, are ones that are looking to the West Coast, to South America, to Netherlands, to Fiji, to all these different things, these places um, to, to bring those in. Um, yeah, you know, it's... I mean, I've had to deal during hurricane season where, you know, I was getting garlands in and they were underwater. So I had to, to just sweat it and, you know, build my own. You can always build your own where you, it's, like I said, I'm sweating now thinking about it. <laughs> it it's a lot. I mean, to think about what you have to pull off. I mean, you hire, like, you know, I'm everybody, I think everybody in the podcast knows now that I'm in the entertainment business so like you hire a band um a band shows up it's yeah. that simple like you know unless somebody gets sick band is basically showing up um right. you hire a florist to bring in flowers it's like literally you're just throwing balls in the air and hoping they all come down you know what i mean like it's yeah. it is a you're making the best guess that you possibly can with the with the people that have real, you know, you've relied on and have come through for you the most. Mm -hmm. And there's still that era of like, could happen, could not happen, but we know how to evolve and, and, and move last minute if we need to. Yeah. Uh, pretty, pretty crazy, pretty unique too. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's one of those things you always have to kind of over-prepare too. I mean, like just thinking about inventory, I mean, yeah, there's, there's been times, um, huge shout out. I haven't even mentioned him, but my husband and business partner, he's, um, he's amazing. He's like my load in load out guy. He, I mean, we could have a U-Haul and two cars full worth of stuff and 
nothing breaks. And I'm like, how did you even do that? Because by the end of the wedding, when I'm trying to pack up, he would say, well, it's because you're busy talking to all the vendors packing up, but I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I try to help clean up. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got to have inventory control. You got, because the thing is, is that some of this inventory, if it breaks this weekend, I need it five days from now for the next wedding. So you got to be on top of it and you got to just kind of know, or if it breaks at load in, it's like, well, I needed 250 candle holders and now we're down to 150. So you just, that's kind of where that creativity too comes in and just um, being a problem solver. You just, like you said, get it done. Just get it done. It's, that's what we do. We create <laughs> people in this industry, find a way to get it done. Just get it done. Um, Speaking of being done, we're almost done, but I can't let you go oh, no. asking the signature questions that I ask basically everybody at the end of these things, because I think it's important that everybody gets a little bit of glimpse of who you are and, mm -hmm. uh, and your own personal likes and dislikes. The PG-13 edition, of course. <laughs> are a family podcast here. We are, we are, we are an upstanding, uh, you know, very proper podcast here um it's so in, the car, it's um, totally in light fine. of that right exactly yeah off camera I, I can't guarantee anything but on camera we are a family podcast um <laughs> so um you know one question I love to ask is like when you're not working what are you doing what's something that you like to do that's personal to you that just brings you joy hmm well I mean, traveling, even though that looks completely different these days, you know, it's something as simple as we're going, we're going to book a cabin up in North Carolina and we're just getting away for a couple of days. Um, that's always, for the most part, going to include, we have two dogs that um, I spend a lot of time with. And even though, ooh, they drive me nuts sometimes, <laughs> they're super cute. So that, that, that always helps. Um, that, and, you know, we've been really, even um, pre-crazy times, we were huge foodies. We we love to um, to go and like try new places. And so yeah, I think in in free time, it's traveling, eating, going to our local bars. Um, yeah, it's not that interesting. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm interesting, but now that I say it, I'm not. <laughs> Oh my God, you are totally interesting. Uh, coming from someone who's, uh, um, you know, who's had a chance to hang out with you, you are 100% interesting. You are not one of those uninteresting people that we all know and fear. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, um, if you're not interesting, what are you? Um, so, um, cool. What's your, um, tell me maybe, uh, do you have like a comfort food or anything? Like when you're, when you're like, feeling down or out or feeling celebratory is is there a food that you like you run to is wine a food it could be any food wine is definitely a food group <laughs> <laughs> um yes yes wine um and you know i think just pasta like now that i'm thinking about it i'm like i think we're gonna have pasta tonight now that we're talking about comfort food um, yeah, just a nice, like, big bowl of some pesto pasta, and um, I do like my veggies, so some roasted veggies, but wine is kind of at the top of that food. <laughs> also talking about that now. It is everything else. 
It's grapes, so it's fine. Right, right of course. It's totally fruit. Totally. Yes, it's healthy. It's healthy. Totally healthy. Um, yeah. Um, so t- uh, what's your, uh, do you, I got to ask, because I have guitars on my wall back behind me here. Do you, do you, uh, do you have like a favorite band? Do you listen to any types of particular music? Is there like a song that's tugging at your heart these days? What is it? Oh my goodness. I feel like. Or are you like a playlist girl that like sort of just does like, I just put on the playlist and it's great. Um, it depends. Um, you know, if I'm like driving in the car, I'm actually really into podcasts. So that might be why I don't, I listen to more podcasts. I feel like when I'm driving than music, um, so you listen to my podcast like all the time, right? Oh my gosh. Every, every episode, just, 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 just don't ask me questions about them. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, you know, I usually leave it up to, I'm really bad with like, oh, I know this artist. I know them, but I never can remember their names. So I'm always looking to Ryan, my husband, because he's a music buff. Um you know, if I'm kind of at like a standstill and I'm like, I, I don't know what to listen to. Like when I'm designing flowers, I'm like, I don't know what to listen to. What should I listen to? Da, 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 da. Um, I mean, LCD sound system. I mean, you can never go wrong with that. Like I, that has just a lot of like sentimentality too. Like James Murphy just has a lot of memories for me. Uh, that, and then, you know, now of course I have to pull up my Spotify cause I can't remember the name. Um, <laughs> But um, I can't even pronounce it. Earth Eater? Earth Eater. <laughs> Earth Eater. Ryan's actually got me into, I've been really listening to a lot of them. Um, a lot of jazz, like Mulata Astataki. So a lot of jazz stuff. Um, that's actually, I think, how we met. I think you were playing um, at Chairs in East Point one night and some of the jazz stuff and we were super into it. That's why I was like, I gotta, we gotta talk to these guys. But <laughs> yeah, that the for the people that are listening to this, uh, that we should probably said this in the very beginning because it would have been a really funny way to start. But like, uh, if you've held on this long, um, the you know I met Autumn. Uh, I was playing in a bar. I had a regular Sunday night jam session for other musicians uh, in the greater Atlanta area at a bar called Chairs in East Point, Georgia, and. Uh, I was playing with my trio um, during like the house band set. And then we let other people sit in sort of afterwards. It's a very traditional sort of jazz uh, scene thing where, you know, you basically let people know they can come and sit in and play on your gig um, if they don't have one. And it's just a way to keep playing and community network, et cetera. Um, so we're doing that, having a great time. And I'm like walking along the booth just to tell everybody, thank you for being there because that's just, I, I think just being in this industry, you know, long enough, you you just out of habit, just start going around to tables and just say, yeah. hey, hope you're enjoying yourself, you know, um, or groups of people. And I stumbled onto their booth, uh, Autumn and her husband, and, and then the conversation sparked. And then next thing we knew, we both realized we were both in the same industry. We just hadn't worked together yet. So kind of funny small world you know i really so, good uh, yeah good team it's, it's pretty, pretty hilarious uh, <laughs> right good people find each other that's what i always say yeah and i think we um, had actually just got done in, in closing here oh sorry no no i was just gonna say i think we had actually oh, you saying? Done, oh um, that's right you, yeah just got done working a wedding too so we were exhausted just needed food and drinks and 
yeah, it was kind of the stars aligned. So we got to chat. Yeah, it was totally, yeah, it was totally like meant to happen because you guys had just come off of, of doing a, a wedding on a Sunday, you know, mm -hmm. and you guys were like totally just vibing on just putting food in your mouth to feel human again and, and <laughs> you know, uh, and, you know, hydrating yourself um, with an adult beverage or so. And there, <laughs> and then there it was, you know, there I came, you know, frumping over to your table. Um, but uh, in closing, I just wanted to say, um, I always ask this question to everyone. Um, there's a lot of young, there's a lot of young vendors that are out there that are really getting into the business these days. And I just thought it would be really cool, um, whether it's a piece of advice for them or, you know, piece of advice for other people that are just listening. Um, what sort of advice would you give somebody that's aspiring to be in the wedding industry? Um, maybe something that you picked up along the way. Hmm. Well, do we have another hour? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. If, if anybody listening to this, they're like, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be right back. You just let you just keep going. That's just... <laughs> yeah. Anybody listening, they're like, oh my gosh, is she done talking yet? Um, no. <laughs> I think the biggest piece of advice is it's something that you kind of touched on a little bit earlier and I appreciated it because I'm very much the same way. So this is a, it, this industry is about people. It's about your clients. Um, it is a once in a lifetime, talking about weddings, once in a lifetime day for them, hopefully. Um, it, it's about them. So while you are trying to do everything that you can to make them happy, just keep in mind and keep reminding yourself that nothing is perfect in this world and in this life. Um, and try to just continue to, to have a backbone because a lot of times when you are constantly like pleasing other people and you want the clients to be happy and the balance gets out of sway and you forget about your business. Um, so be balanced, just really be balanced in it and um, put the client first, but also stick to your guns when it's needed. Um, I think that's my biggest piece of advice because um, it can be, you know, wedding industry, wedding planning, um, the last couple of years, it's been like the fifth most stressful job in the United States. Um, but just try to have fun with it too. Like it's going to be stressful. You're going to lose sleep because if you're in it for your clients, um, but just try to have fun with it. That's my little piece of advice. <laughs> hey, I love it. I think that's great. And that's where we'll end today. So Autumn from Hearts and Petals, everybody. Big round of applause. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Jacob. It was great. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, you smoked it. You were so good. And uh, thank you so much for being a part of this. And uh, this has been another episode of Southern Wedding Professionals, everybody. And make sure you like and subscribe, because if you're not liking and you're not subscribing, that algorithm isn't growing. And I need you. And uh, please leave a review. Um, that would really help too. So love you a long time. Thanks for being here and we'll see you next week.